In 2018, more than 100 athletes spoke publicly about being sexually abused by former USA Gymnastics team doctor Larry Nasser. That group included superstar gymnast Simone Biles. Biles, who was 20 years old at the time, posted on her Twitter account that she had been assaulted by Nasser under the guise of medical treatment. Our colleague Louise Radnovsky covers gymnastics. She said that this had happened while she'd been training as part of the U.S. national team and that she included USA Gymnastics, her sports governing body, among those who should bear blame. And she said very strongly that this behavior is completely unacceptable, disgusting and abusive. And so she wrote in her post, I will not and should not carry the guilt that belongs to Larry Nasser, USAG and others. Now, the world's attention has turned to Tokyo. It's the first Summer Olympics since the Nasser scandal broke. And Simone Biles finds herself in a unique position. She's the last self-identified Nasser survivor remaining on Team USA. When I spoke to Simone Biles recently, she made clear that from her perspective, continuing to compete and put herself out there meant that a spotlight would remain on the scandal, that it couldn't be swept under the rug. And perhaps that as part of that, some of the answers that she and the other gymnasts still want about what went so wrong might eventually come to them. This Olympics, Simone Biles won't just be USA Gymnastics' best hope, she'll also be its loudest critic. Welcome to The Journal, our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Friday, July 23rd. Coming up on the show, the tension that's been building between Simone Biles and USA Gymnastics in the five years since she became a breakout star. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Looking to invest? Start your journey by exploring exchange-traded funds with GlobalX ETFs. Exchange-traded funds, or ETFs for short, create baskets of stocks, bonds, and other assets that you can buy in a single trade. GlobalX specializes in ETFs that track emerging trends, like the rise of artificial intelligence, as well as strategies aimed to generate income potential. Visit GlobalXETFs.com to discover how you can get started. Simone Biles exploded onto the global stage at the 2016 Olympics in Rio. She completely dominated her competition. It wasn't at any real point in doubt that she was going to prevail. Without question, Olympic gold medalist. In the she won four gold medals in the team event, in the individual all-around on the vault, on the floor exercise, and she won a bronze medal on the balance beam. She just flies higher. That's all there is to it. All she wasn't just a star. She became really at this moment a supernova in gymnastics and as a result started to have this appeal outside of the sport as well. So you met Kim Kardashian? I did and I got my selfie that I wanted. But while Biles was celebrating her victory on TV, new disturbing information was coming to light about a member of the organization that had sent her to the Olympics, team physician Larry Nasser. The story around Larry Nasser started to trickle out around September 2016, so after the Games, when the first public accusations were made against him, uh, that what he had been doing as a purported medical treatment was, in fact, sexual assault. 
Nasser eventually pled guilty to federal child pornography charges and state charges of abusing patients and a family friend. In the fallout, USA Gymnastics itself also came under scrutiny. Details started coming to light about how the organization handled the scandal. And in the course of Louise's reporting, she found out that the organization had received complaints from gymnasts a whole year before the scandal broke in 2016. There were three names that were relayed in an initial conversation to the then head of the organization, Steve Penny. And those names were Ali Raisman, who had been the 2012 Olympic team captain, a rising star called Maggie Nichols, and the third name was Simone Biles. USA Gymnastics opened an internal investigation into Nasser. And during the course of this internal investigation, Ali Raisman was interviewed, and Maggie Nichols was interviewed, and Simone Biles was not interviewed. And nobody reached out to Simone Biles, and nobody reached out to Simone Biles' parents, and nobody mentioned Simone Biles' name in the end to the FBI either. For reasons that we don't still fully understand, they decided not to look into the possibility that their greatest star athlete had been abused in their care. When Louise's story published, Penny denied that he knew Biles was a victim before she went public. USA Gymnastics, which by then was under new leadership, said it was outraged Biles wasn't contacted. In 2018, Biles sued USA Gymnastics and the organization that oversees it, the United States Olympic and Paralympic Committee, or USOPC. Alleging that they had failed to protect her, both while she was competing for USA Gymnastics, which is under the umbrella of the USOPC, and at times when she was doing so as a prospective member of the Olympic team as well. Hundreds of women and girls brought similar lawsuits. USA Gymnastics responded by saying it was, quote, committed to doing everything we can to prevent this from happening again. But what was unusual about Biles' suit was that unlike other plaintiffs, she was the only self-identified victim still competing at the sport's top level. That created an unusual power dynamic, because while Biles was a global superstar, it was still up to USA Gymnastics to decide who made the Olympic team. Gymnastics is a judge sport. It's not like track and field where, you know, a stopwatch determines the winner. There is some element of subjectivity in it. There's certainly a perception of subjectivity that really does permeate the way athletes approach officials and judges and the sport as a whole and the way that they are publicly shaping their own image. But Biles and other survivors weren't the only ones taking aim at USA Gymnastics. In late 2018, the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee, which oversees USA Gymnastics, made a big move against the organization. The gymnastics bombshell rocking the sports world. The USA Olympic Committee is taking action. Towards stripping USA Gymnastics. Wants to decertify USA Gymnastics. In the process of revoking the group's status as a governing body in America. Decertification would have meant that USA Gymnastics no longer picked the members of the team, no longer organized gymnastics in the United States, that another organization would have come along and done that. The chief executive of the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee explained the move by saying, quote, We believe the challenges facing the organization are simply more than it is capable of overcoming in its current form. For a moment, it was looking like Biles' path to the Tokyo Games wouldn't have to go through USA Gymnastics after all. But just one month later, USA Gymnastics took a step that complicated matters. 
The organization, which was facing lawsuits claiming hundreds of millions of dollars in damages, filed for bankruptcy. By December of 2018, it was clear that USA Gymnastics was facing a number of claims against it from gymnasts, some going back decades. And so there was a growing weight of hefty claims against USA Gymnastics on a scale that the organization on its own would not have been able to pay out. The bankruptcy filing triggered a long process that allows the organization to renegotiate its debts. And as a result, it put a pause on the lawsuits and the decertification process, which meant that Biles would have to continue playing by USA Gymnastics rules. But she wasn't going to stop speaking out. That's after the break. How well do we know the people we work with every day? We share lunches, jokes, and deadlines. But are we aware of the unseen struggles we often face silently? Stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or feeling misunderstood at work. Through insight, awareness, and empathy, we can start to better see the issues our coworkers are dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. Join Holly Robinson-Pete and her guests on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. This episode is brought to you by Global X ETFs. Buzz around artificial intelligence is seemingly everywhere. Is your portfolio keeping up? Consider the Global X Artificial Intelligence and Technology ETF, ticker AIQ, which invests in dozens of stocks at the leading edge of this disruption. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. Technology companies can be affected by rapid product obsolescence and intense industry competition. Before investing carefully, consider the fund's objectives, risks, charges, expenses, and more in the full or summary prospectus at GlobalXETFs.com. Read carefully. Distributed by SEI Investments Distribution Company. In August 2019, nine months after it declared bankruptcy, USA Gymnastics was still in control of the sport. That month, a record number of people attended the U.S. Gymnastics Championships. A day before the event began, Biles spoke with reporters from the arena. A reporter asked her a question about broadly how she felt about USA Gymnastics. And there was an extraordinary two or three minutes where Simone Biles really set out a lot of what she felt about USA Gymnastics and the personal hurt that she felt. You know, it's not easy coming back to the sport, coming back to the organization that has failed you. Um, One point she said, did you guys really not like us that much that you couldn't just do your job? Which was really, I mean, it's still heartbreaking to hear to this day. She made clear how angry she was. She made clear how hurt she was. She made clear that she didn't understand what had happened. It's hard coming here for an organization and having had them failed us so many times. And we had won gold. We've done everything that they asked us for, even when we didn't want to. And they couldn't do one damn job. You had one job. You literally had one job and you couldn't protect us. And And it was an extremely detailed, lengthy personal and direct answer that also attacked the organization who would hours later judge her and score her 
and decide whether she was going to be the national champion again. Biles won the competition. It was her sixth national championship. When I asked Biles about that moment, she said that she often processes emotions like that on her own or in therapy, but sometimes in her, a spark goes off and it just kind of comes tumbling out. And that certainly seemed to be what happened. It clearly is still a significant frustration to Simone Biles that she is still having to deal with USA Gymnastics, as she puts it, that they are still the governing body, that in order to compete for a national title, she goes to a USA Gymnastics event, uh, that USA Gymnastics is able to post videos of her performing extraordinary feats on Twitter and get some of the adulation that is, is really aimed at her. At times, she has tweeted angrily back at them. Last year, while Biles was en route to a national team camp, she pushed for an independent investigation in a series of tweets, saying in part, quote, don't they also want to know how everything was allowed to happen and who let it happen so it never happens again? Then, about a month later, USA Gymnastics wished Biles a happy birthday on Twitter. They wrote, quote, we know you will only continue to amaze us and make history. Biles replied with, quote, how about you amaze me and do the right thing? have an independent investigation. USA Gymnastics, now under new leadership, says it's fully cooperated with every investigation. It also says that there are concerns that if it pays for an independent investigation, it won't be seen as truly independent. USA Gymnastics says that Simone Biles is a cherished member, that it is a different organization. Since a new board was seated in 2018, the new president and chief executive joined the organization in 2019, and that it has new priorities and new bylaws and new structures in, in place in order to rebuild trust. And some of that culture shift can be detected at events. In past stories that we've written, Lili Young, who's the president and CEO of USA Gymnastics, has said that the organization recognizes how deeply it has broken the trust of the athletes in its community, that it's working hard to bring that trust back. And of course, in saying that they will keep working toward that goal, it's a reminder that USA Gymnastics envisages itself in the long term still being the national governing body of the sport in the United States. In late March of last year, the Olympics were officially postponed for a full year because of the pandemic. This was just weeks after that Twitter exchange between USA Gymnastics and Biles. One of the things she said in an interview with me and with others is that she didn't know if she could continue for another year of training, in part because she didn't want to continue of another year of dealing with USA Gymnastics. And she said to her coach, her coach has said to me, that she doesn't want to be doing this for them and she doesn't want to be representing them. And her coach has said, you're not representing them, you're representing yourself and you're representing your country. But she also has come to realize for herself, she says, that by competing, she is able to maintain a platform to make known what she wants to make known about how she feels they treated her and the questions that she still has about why she was treated this way. So Biles continued training, and she's now in Tokyo, officially a member of USA Gymnastics, where she has a chance to become the first woman since 1968 to repeat as the gold medalist in the individual all-around competition. I mean, it's, it's fascinating because Simone Biles has become such a star that she's drawing so much more attention to gymnastics and also to USA Gymnastics, which I'm sure... USA Gymnastics, the organization, must 
love and appreciate because it it brings attention to the sport. But at the same time, her continued participation also means there's continued attention on the Larry Nasser abuse story, which is still not yet totally resolved. It's very clear that when Simone Biles speaks about USA Gymnastics and speaks about Larry Nasser, people are listening. And it's hard to imagine that the attention would remain as great as it has on a matter that is still unresolved. And it's hard to imagine that the attention on this issue would be as great as it is were she not still an active member of the national team performing at the level that she is competing for the United States. That's all for today, Friday, July 23rd. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and The Wall Street Journal. Your hosts are Kate Leinbaugh and me, Ryan Knudsen. The show is produced by Catherine Brewer, Pia Gadkari, Martin Kessler, Annie Minoff, Laura Morris, Afif Nasuli, Ricky Nevetsky, Enrique Perez de la Rosa, Sarah Platt, Willa Rubin, Matthew Sherman, Matthew Schiltz, Annie Rostrasser, and John White. Our engineers are Peter Leonard, Griffin Tanner, and Nathan Singapok. Our theme music is by So Wiley. Additional music this week from Katherine Anderson, Marcus Bagala, Billy Libby, Peter Leonard, So Wiley, and Blue Dot Sessions. Fact-checking by Nicole Pasolka. Thanks for listening. See you Monday.